Hi everyone, welcome back to my podcast. This is Kat here, and I just want to thank you so much for listening to my podcast. If you're new or you've been listening for a while, I just really appreciate it. Um, yeah, I just kind of started this podcast as a thing to just check it out, and like I really like the format so far. So hopefully, you're finding it valuable. Um, always welcome for feedback and stuff like that. Uh, so today, I wanted to talk about. Uh, an update on marriage mentoring. So, as you know, in an earlier episode, I talked about how Vince and I um, started going to marriage mentoring, which is a program that was offered through my church. And so, we've been doing that for a couple sessions now. We did the assessment, which was like an online quiz that was really long about ourselves, about our relationship, and then we got the results, and that was really interesting.、Um, it was called the couple report, and、um, it kind of gave us like Evaluation of like things that were in common or things that we probably could talk about more or work on in our relationship. Also gave us some analysis on our own selves.、Um, so that was really interesting, and I'll talk about that a little too. But、um, right now, I forget what we did. Oh, the first session、um, with our mentors was on communication,、um, and then the most recent. Um, session was on finances. No, sorry. Now the most recent session was on conflict resolution, and then we have homework. And next, we're going to be talking about finances. So really important topics for relationships. And again, I still feel very strongly that this stuff is worth and is just a higher priority for me, and just so much more worthwhile、um, to focus on instead of wedding planning stuff, which is beyond frustrating and. <laughs> Just it makes me want to pull my hair out. It's just so challenging and continue. I feel like wedding planning continually tests my patience. It tests my communication skills, my my everything. Like just team teamwork skills. It's just such a challenging thing to balance. Like all the people who have has input and to balance a bunch of different factors, you know, resources, time, money, and so yeah, I've just found it really hard.、Um, so yeah, but anyways, I wanted to talk about the marriage mentoring, not about the wedding stuff. So the marriage mentoring stuff, we got the couple report, and it's put on by a program called Prepare Enrich, and. I think you have to do it through the church. I don't think you can just sign up and do it, but I don't know if you want to look it up. You can.、Um, so we got our assessment back and a couple of highlights. Like it says that、um, based on our answers from the quiz, a high strength area for us is communication. We have high couple agreement. I think it means that we see the relationship in the same way in terms of communication, or that we can we feel like we can communicate openly with each other.、Um, you know, possible growth and strength areas like we need to work on like conflict resolution. We need to work on our financial management and stuff,、um, among other areas.、Uh, A growth area where we have low couple agreement is our spiritual beliefs. That's just we already know that we have different spiritual beliefs, and so that is definitely something that I think will be beneficial to talk about with our mentors. Just like how we reconcile that, and yeah, because I don't really know if we have reconciled it. <laughs>、um, 
other things, it, it, it goes over like relationship dynamics too, like in terms of each of us, like how assertive we are, our self-confidence, our avoidance behaviors, I think, partner dominance. For partner dominance, I think we're both very low in terms of feeling like the other person is dominating or something. So I think we're equal there. Um, yeah. Uh, oh, okay, this was interesting. Personal stress profile. He's at a 50, so average. And I'm at a 95. It was ridiculous. I was seeing it. I was like, okay, I guess that makes sense, actually, knowing how I am and how stressed I'm always about everything in my life. So I thought it was just so useful to see a graphical representation of our stress levels compared with each other and also for just for ourselves because, like, it makes me feel like I could probably lower my stress level. <laughs> and um, that is something we talked about too in our sessions already. We talked about what were our stressors because it lists um, things from the quiz that um, made us feel stressed out. Um, and so we talked about some of our top stressors. And for me, I think that was illuminating because I think... Um, when I see Vince, like, you know, he's an average stress level, but actually I feel like he's a very low stress person. So he doesn't show his stress. And so for me to know like what he's stressed out about, like I, I guess I learned more about him in that way. So yeah, there were some other maps and stuff in the chart, in the report that we haven't gotten to yet. Um, so the sessions that we did, the communication part, we practice basically active listening and how to be more assertive about what we want. And we did this really interesting exercise about creating a wish list of things that we wanted in our relationship. And so we each made a wish list of three things that we wanted. And it was really interesting. So um, for him, he said that I was surprised that he said the Number one thing he wished for was that I expressed more about my feelings and what I wanted. And I thought that was just, I was so touched by it because his wish list basically contained more of me speaking up and me saying what I want, which I thought was really like selfless of him. And then I was like, well, now I feel selfish <laughs> for saying what's on my wish list because my wish list, the top thing was um, having. Uh, more verbal affirmation of how he feels about me like why do you love me <laughs> stuff like that and I think that it's like if you've ever done the love languages test I um there's a bunch of different ways that people communicate love and feel loved and stuff and verbal affirmations was never really one of my top um love languages or that, that was most important to me but I think because of this wish list I see how important it is for to hear how he feels and to have him validate um, his feelings for me. So, yeah, I think um, that was really interesting because so we went through the rest of our wish list too and we talked about it openly and practiced active listening and um, saying, repeating back what we heard. Um, but in the end, our homework for that day, that session was to give each other a compliment every single day and to also talk more about our relationship but it was really interesting because the compliment exercise 
we didn't do it like 100% of the time. We did it every once in a while when we'd remember. Um, but then it was fun to compliment each other. It was fun to receive compliments. And I feel like those compliments um, were in a sense verbal affirmation. So I felt good because he was expressing how he felt with, in very specific ways with these compliments. And like I remember one of them was really sweet. He said like, oh, I think you'd be an amazing wife or something like that. It was just so sweet. Um, so I think that um, helped our relationship. And in terms of, like, I mean, it's not all lovey-dovey too because we have our own challenges and we're definitely not perfect. And we have gotten into a lot more disagreements. Um, I don't know why, if it's because we're opening with each other or I think it's mostly because of the wedding. Um but I realized that one of my weaknesses is listening <laughs> because I'm not very good at listening. Sometimes I just like go off and like will say a bunch of stuff and he will question <laughs> whether I'm listening or not. So I just need to work on that. Um, and let's see. So when we also learned about um, conflict resolution, we kind of walked through like a example of conflict and like how to break down the 10 steps of resolving conflict and stuff so I mean this is stuff we learned what we learned this I feel like we learned this in school or something I don't know but um a couple interesting takeaways about resolving conflict is, is that um to be very specific about what the problem is and also to set up a specific time and place for the discussion because sometimes you're just like sitting in the car or sometimes you're eating and then you bring up some issue again and then you start getting really angry so um i think by setting aside a time and place to discuss these really heated issues like it's better and to be willing or to be willing to also brainstorm different solutions to the problem with without judging them yet and then agreeing together on one solution to try and then also setting up you're supposed to set up like another meeting to discuss your progress but i don't know i think like the framework kind of just makes it less, more systematic, less emotional and stuff. So I don't know, we didn't really follow that. <laughs> so yeah, we kind of do some of the homework. <laughs> um, the other thing we talked about was personal stress, um, which was from the report too. And I think like because this whole program um, is supposed to help us individually, I don't understand ourselves better, but also to understand each other better. And I felt like this stress um, part of the the sessions was really interesting because um, we talked about what was most stressful to us. And also categorizing them into things that were like high priority or low priority or things that we were able to change or things that would be difficult to change. So that that for me kind of helped me understand that certain things, like other people's opinions, like those that can be a very stressful thing. Um, but you ultimately have no control over other people's opinions. So... I don't know, I thought that was exercise was helpful. And also, um, we had a lot of this similar stresses in terms of uh, wedding stuff, finance stuff. So yeah, I think we just, um, it was good to have that discussion. And 
Um, we also did another exercise about like balancing priorities, like how how many hours to spend, like once we get married and settled into our life together, like how many hours are we going to devote to things? And basically, we you, you list out the hours that you would spend currently, how many hours you spend working, um, doing exercise, cooking, cleaning, things like that. You list it all out. And then you there's a column for like, your ideal number of hours spent doing that so the goal like is the goal for you to work less hours or to exercise more spend more time together or spend more time volunteering or something like that and so I don't know it's hard to like estimate how many hours I'm doing these things but um it was good to know kind of where he stood in terms of what type of balanced life that he he wants and he's so good at like having um, a strict boundary between work and his personal life. Um, So, yeah, that's something I need to work on. (laughs) Um, So that's basically it. I feel like it has been a very enlightening process to go through this program together. I feel like um, it's so helpful to have mentors who've been married for a long time kind of guide us through things and um, especially give some like objective third party perspective on certain things because they're not like emotionally intertwined in all this stuff and they can like give their own um, suggestions on what they've done to solve those types of problems in their life and um, I mean they they're in a different generation too. Like their kids are are all grown up. So it's interesting to see how certain things, certain patterns in relationship will still be there. Like, you know, they still nag each other or like they still um, have more to learn about each other or there's challenges of like, um, you know, learning to have a different relationship with their children now who are all grown up and have their own families, like to let go as parents there. So... Yeah, I just feel like um, it's great to have their wisdom and their support. Um, And I also feel like they're really great at listening um, because, like, if you get into an argument with your significant others, you're just so emotionally involved and you just can mostly only see your side. So it's great to have um, the other couple there to encourage us to to push and and help us see other perspectives and reach deeper for some answers on like why we feel certain ways or what we actually want um so yeah it's really great (laughs) okay that is all i wanted to say i hope that um you guys have a great friday and i will talk to you again soon bye